welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Investing in one company is like a day at the races without the fun parts. So, my idea for what this. What a cracking title. I've taken this from, yeah, from a joke that, that you made about uh, people talk about investing when really what they're talking about is gambling. And yep. the theory on this is that if you're going to gamble, at least go to it because at least they serve beer there. Yeah, there's the whole people are dressed nicely. You can <laughs> talk to nice people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more social <laughs> than sitting on your computer trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is exactly what the the example we use here is that when people are talking about investing, not always the case, but often if you're talking about investing in one company, mm. you're trying to pick which company you think that you're going to buy shares in. A lot of the time, you're probably not investing, you're probably gambling. And so before you go and do that, have a think about your trade-off of, well, instead of investing that money, maybe just take it to the track and just bet on horses and have a good time. Probably what's going to happen is you're going to lose it anyway. Yeah. And, what, and what we're talking about here, we're not saying don't own um, some individual companies. We're, what we're talking about here is the, is, is, um, uh, the live or die yeah. attitude. Well, yeah. the, some people put no, so I, much into. I'll make a big call here. Don't own one company. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. No, never. Don't don't ever don't ever invest in individual companies. Probably from a financial point of view, it would add too much to your so so obviously. So what we and then again to elaborate, people are probably sitting there thinking, oh, these guys have spent ninety episodes talking about how you should be investing in great companies, and and now they're saying don't invest in companies. What we're talking about here is investing in one company. Rather than age, which is to be diversified across, um, you know, in, in all the top 200 companies in Australia. So the biggest 200 companies in Australia or the 1500 biggest companies around mm. the world. And it's not to say that it has to be those are the two things, but, you know, even, even being spread out across 20 different companies or 50 different or whatever that is, mm. there is something I think about being um, diversified and and being spread out across a range of different companies that makes it makes their brains approach this differently. And what I mean here is that if you invest in just one company, you are you are basically making a bet that's not about okay, here's what I think statistically the long term return on this will be, and uh, I'll get an eight percent return over the next ten years, or I'll get a ten percent return if all goes well in the economy. You're really making an all or nothing bet, and this is sort of what you're what you're saying is that yeah, it, it is a bet. It is a bet. It, it is basically saying this company is either going to, over time, it's either going to go up 10x or it's going to go to zero. So mm. you buy you buy shares in a company that's valued at 100 million dollars, it's either going to go to being worth a billion dollars or it's going to go to zero, and those mm. are the two outcomes. So my theory on why invest in one company is two parts. Number one, if you do that, it's very easy to then 
not do anything constructive in any other area of your financial life. So mm. you don't do the you don't do the little things, um, you know, like salary sacrificing in the super or you know doing anything like that because in the back of your mind, this is where our little gremlin brains go. Yeah, but it'll be alright because that company will take off and, and that'll make all my wildest dreams come true and I'll be a millionaire off the trade and, and then I'll all... Yeah, look, it, it is a good point. I have seen this take over people's... Yeah. Yeah, it, people become fixated on that one yeah. company that they yeah. do think is yeah. going to be the next yeah. um, Apple or the yeah. next you know, and, Microsoft and it, or the next Tesla. Or, and, and so, of course, when I say don't ever invest in one company, it's a bit extravagant. It probably be extreme. <laughs> you, you can. But... What I think about, how we think about this is that, and you actually, you own individual companies, as, as mm. do I, but I, I wouldn't probably do it again. Because, mm. so what, what tends to happen is, uh, like any sort of bet, one of two things occurs. Either mm. it, it takes off and you, and you 10x your money, um, and you think, I'm a genius. But at the same time, you've also gone, why don't I put more on it? I should have had more in. And so you you might you might actually make money on that one play, but what's going to be your lifetime is the next time you have an idea or you have a theory of I'm going to buy shares in this one company, all you're doing is you, you basically ratchet up your bet size because you go oh well I'm a, I'm a stock picking genius I've picked this company it's gone 10x I'm going to take all those winnings and I'm going to go and buy in this next thing that I think is going to take over the world. I, I would love to look at the amount of average or, or amateur traders who even if their first um, first pick of which company they're going to invest into, even if they ten money and, and they and they go great guns, I I would say that the majority would just hand it all back. Yeah, look, that's one of the worst things that can actually happen at yeah. that point in time. <laughs> say, like if you yeah. if you get if you get that theory right initially, yeah. um, you you really then like statistics that they, those people think they it's um. Uh, it's because of them that they yeah. they, 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 they <laughs> yeah. were able to make this money and it's renewable and they yeah. can make it again and they can yeah and they end up yeah like um uh you know borrowing a lot of money in yes. many cases and yep. you know become narrowing becoming narrow with their focus and then yep. convincing themselves they can find the next one and yes. the next one and yep. the next one so they do yeah and they do hand it back and that's that's again we're talking here about the average person the street of which we ourselves here is that. For me, pretty much any time spent trying to pick which company would be better spent either A, getting your house in order in other ways in terms of minimising taxes, um, doing things like that that you can control, mm. making sure that the majority of your of your savings is working as hard as possible for you. Yeah. Instead of... Or eat, going to Derby Day. Or going to Derby Day. <laughs> well, I was going to say, or going to work. <laughs> but, but you either want to do that, do those yeah. things that, that to get the bigger picture of, of your financial strategy in place. Mm. And then any time more than that that you spend on that, just go to work. Either, either go to work, go and make more money, or do something that you think will allow you to uh, grow over the long term, or just go to Derby Day. Don't, don't get caught around yeah. of, I'm going to try and pick and choose which individual company I'm going to do best. Yeah, you're right. I was, <laughs> was going to argue with you, but yeah, I guess you're right. So, <laughs> but I, I think no, it's, it's because um, because I've I've seen hundreds of cases of individual companies over the years yeah. because because you'd have people that were you knew and they yeah. they'd call you to get your opinion about yeah, yeah. a certain company, and I'd I mean back in the day I used to like that company yeah, and have yeah. a look at it and all those sort of things and you still yeah. have no idea which yeah. way and yeah. so I stopped doing that yes 
and I just stopped and I started saying to people, look, um, we need to ha- we need to operate under rules of thumb here. Yep. And and I'm not going to look at this at all yep. unless in the past. Yep. And I can only look at what's happened in the in the yeah. backward looking. Yeah, yeah. Well, which, and it's and and yeah, most of those when you look at one company in the one industry, um, look a lot of the times their their fortune is is set on getting you know, um government approval for if they're a me- if they're yeah, a, yeah. if they're a medic you know, yeah. a medical company or something like that. And yeah. So there's all these regulations that they can jump through. And that's just to look at that from a not even a competition point of view, from a regulation point of view. Yeah. And that dictates whether the price ultimately goes up ten X or goes to zero. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean you just cannot so the rules of thumb that I'd come up with is look um, yeah, if you're going to do this, then, then yeah, I would probably wouldn't have any more than five percent of all the investments in that one company. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, and then, and then, yeah, usually the person asking you to do the research then says to you, "Are you going to buy some of it too?" Yeah. And I said, "I was no, like, like <laughs> no, I'm not, because yeah. like, yeah, it's it's just I've just seen so many of these companies, and yeah. some of some have done well, and others." Yeah, for everyone that's done well, there's been yep. two or three that have actually yep. gone to zero or, yep. or languished at you know, a couple of cents per share forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this this is exactly right. Is that our attitude? Is, is when someone comes to us with with an idea like this, it's um it's funny because whether we like whether we like the concept or not, and like it's amazing, isn't it, the human brain where people come to us with an idea for an individual company or something that they've been tipped by their mate at a barbecue yeah. normally or something like that. And it's so easy to get caught in the narrative of, okay, so what does this company do and what's their what's their market cap and what are their you know, what's their mm. P rate? Like you get into this zone of thinking all of a sudden that we're mm. you know, a stock analyst, which we're not. And and I don't think anyone you know even the actual stock analysts get it wrong. That's right. Oh, look, it's one of the right. hardest jobs in, in in the world. You see professional stock analysts and yeah. professional fund managers with egg on their face every yeah. year. And you, yeah. You, yeah, it's a different one with egg on their face the yeah. following year, but <laughs> yeah. they all end up with egg on their face yeah. because it, it, it just it's one of those just completely hard things yeah. to pick. And there's yeah. it's all theory based. And at the end of the day, because you, you're and taking a punt. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. And, that, and um, the thing about this, these are the guys who are spending seven hours a week on it. Yeah. So when a client of ours who works full time comes to us, who works full time on getting all of the other ninety nine percent of their financial mm. affairs in order, when we're asked with a, hey, here's this company, it's called this and it does this. Pretty start to have this thing. Of, I like I like the idea of what it does, or I don't like the idea. Mm. You go, it doesn't, it doesn't actually matter what we think about it or what even that person thinks about it. Yeah. What we really need to be working on there is like those rules of thumb of, you know, don't have more than 5% of your total net worth mm. tied up in, in one company and only, and, and separate to that, investing the amount of money that you can actually afford to lose. Mm. So, like you say, if that's that's sort of how we treat it now is that someone comes and says, hey, I've got this idea, I want to buy shares in this one company. Do it or don't do it. It doesn't matter. But do it with less than five percent of your total retirement savings, yeah. and and even then, only if you can afford to write off that. 5% yeah, I think I think that's a really good rule of thumb there to say to someone: imagine the worst case scenario, and just just pretend that money's gone forever. Yeah. yeah. How would that affect your life? Yeah. Um, and then 
and that's a better way to think about it. And and the uh, the part two of making sure that people think of it in that way is that what that then does is that when we then have our next review meeting, say, okay, you know, you had five hundred thousand retirement savings, you put fifty thousand dollars, uh, you put twenty five thousand dollars, sorry, mm. into this one individual company. We're now starting from four hundred and seventy five thousand, mm. and we're going to assume that you need to get from where you are now to where you need to be without that twenty five. Without that money, so yeah. we're not. Otherwise, like that. That's what I, I, I think is the dangerous part. There is not just that you lose the twenty, but you lose years and years because every time you say, "Hey, you should," as a as per a previous podcast, you should give up a hundred dollars per week to to get another hundred thousand dollars in retirement savings over mm. that last ten years. Every time you have that. There's that rebuttal in the back of the client's mind going, yeah, but this, this company's going to take off and then I don't need to do that. Yeah, and, and look, um, the worst thing that can ever happen is it does take off. Yeah. Is what you see, yeah. uh, oftentimes. So if it, if it, yeah, that does 20 times, that yeah. $25,000 turns into half a million dollars. Yes. And all of a sudden they really take the foot off the pedal yeah. with the rest. <laughs> yeah. Um, they take the foot off the pedal and they take the focus off the the rest of their retirement yeah. savings. Yeah. Um, they're reluctant to sell any of that company and diversify because yeah. they think it's going to yeah. 40 times, not yeah. 20 times. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, close to retirement, something's yeah. set and it drops back down to the original 25,000 yeah. or, or, or zero. Yeah, and, and, um, and that's what I mean. Not only have they lost that money, yeah. they've lost that 10 years. That's, yeah. that's the opportunity cost of, yeah. of their fire energy not being spent on, on what it could be mm. being spent on. So, I mean, this is, like you say, this is something that we're not, we're not immune to. We, we know that the minute that you have shares in an individual company, it's very hard to not just kind of kid yourself and go, well, this thing takes off, you know, then that'll do the, I don't need to save any money this year because this thing will take off and that'll do all the work for me. And you kind of, yeah, you have to keep that. Look, look I've got my own mistakes. Like oh, yeah. back in the, when the mining boom just started, uh, yeah. you know, companies like Boom Logistics and um, <laughs> what, Babcock see, and Brown. And, what, yeah. If someone <laughs> came to me and said, I want to buy shares in Boom Logistics, you'd go, yeah, it's got my I mean, mind. I, like, I, I, cool, I bought some of these companies and yeah. they went. They ultimately went to, yeah. to zero. Yeah. Um, so it was a good lesson yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. So. And that's and and that's kind of yeah, similar thing. Like in my experience with individual companies, I've, I bought shares in a specy mining company that was zero basically. Mm. And then I've bought shares in a company that's that's um, what's it at now? It's basically it went up three times. But the same thing applies where it mm. didn't. Because you don't know which way that is going to go, you can't go and put your whole net worth in it. No. And so it goes up, but you know, I put, I put 10,000, no, I put $20,000 into, it went up to three times. It's now sitting at, you know, two and a half times, but you go, I'm not going to retire on that. It's no. not, it's not really, and, I, and I'm not even going to crystallize that and go and it's not going to change my life yeah. in any way. All it does is it's a, and I'll actually, I think of, I think as, as always, you know, we always think we're immune to this. I would approach where I've just forgotten about that, forgot that it exists, and I don't mm. think of that as any part of my financial strategy. Is that mm. if that if that was to go up a bit more, then I'd probably just sell it, see that as a windfall. Mm. But if it goes to zero, I've sort of planned around that money's gone. But this is, I guess, the point: is when it goes bad, all you do is lose money, and when it goes good, it's very easy to get distracted and just go, "Oh well, that's gone up, that's doubled now." Now, when it goes up ten times, then I'm going to be able to, you know, yeah, take advantage of that. But 
it just doesn't that you'll I mean there's a heap of different analogies that we could use here as we always do when we talk about either either rugby league or or combat sports where you go you see this in a, in a football team where they've got one star player and the other 12 players just go they wait because they go well we'll just get the ball we'll just get the ball to Jared Hayne or we'll just get the ball to whoever mm. and they go he, he'll do it all for us that's mm. that's not how that's not how it works that's not how you would do it. And so I think that's how I would be approaching that is that if you must invest in one company because you've got that hot tip and you know something that the rest of the world doesn't know, which is probably not the case, <laughs> if you must, do it with less than 5% of your total net worth mm. and then forget about it and just completely write a move forward assuming that you're never going to see that back mm. or don't do it at all. Yeah, I think that's a good rule of thumb, yeah, the, especially the part about um, writing it off yeah. and... And pretending yep. on your balance sheet yep. that it's zero yep. all the time. Yep. Um, and if you put zero next to it on your balance sheet, yep. and then you, because it could turn to zero at a time. Yep. Uh, that keep that would help keep you focused on yep. the the, the yep. bigger end insight. And that that's I guess the, like we say the difference that when we talk about okay, if you've got your superannuation or your retirement savings invested, and some of that spread out across the top two hundred companies in Australia, the, the reason why we say that is because that can't go to zero. That, that you know, individual companies within there can go, and that's kind of what we're talking about here. Yep. Or across the broad market, that can drop by 30 40%, which we've just seen in, in, in the coronavirus. That can't go to zero. So you can always rely. On average, that will drop, and then on average, cover. And if yep. I'm spread out enough, I'm going to get that average return. So I can then rely on something there in 10 years' time. And, and as we've said many times, we don't know exactly what that return will be. But we know that we're going to get something. Whereas if we've got all of our retirement savings in one company, we just have no idea of the, the range of possible outcomes is too high. Yeah, we it, might retire. Look, with look it is the the um, we, we we know what the worst case scenario is yeah. zero. Yeah. A lot of them do go to zero. Uh, the we the infinity is the upside. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not many. Yeah. not many get to there. Yeah. Well, none, none yeah. get to there, of course. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look, it's it's the range of outcomes is is much greater, yeah. and it is just like gambling. It's like the flip of a coin at the end of the day, yeah. like uh, or the flip of a coin. Well, and and what made me think of this um, topic is um, the reason why I think it's like that. It's not just my perception of that. So when when everything started with coronavirus and it looked like horse racing was going to get shut down, which in the industry because they've just kept going the whole time. But all these mates of mine who are who love horse racing and love gambling, when it looked like the racing was going to get shut down, they started going, hey, I'm going to buy shares in Qantas. I'm going to buy shares in... <laughs> so you can see it very similar. I see that it was... It, it, buying shares in that individual company is is filling the gap in there that gambling was was mm. taking up. And, and that's kind of... My thing is, if that's your hobby and that's what you like to do on the weekends, then read the form guide, watch the races. I watch the races every weekend. It's great fun. But... Yeah. I don't kid myself that that's going to be a part of my retirement savings. No, 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 absolutely not. Yeah. Um, anything else to add, Dallas? No, I think that's uh, that's about it. I'll, this would be very unpopular with a lot of people where they'll be going, I'm a real Grinch, I'm really <laughs> ruin a lot of things. But uh, that's uh, pretty much our thoughts on, on investing in any one company. So the good thing about now having this on the record is that the next time a client of ours or someone that we run into at a pub or something asks us, hey, what do you think about buying shares in Amazon or Pointers or this or that, we can just refer them to this, this listen, podcast. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> listen to Dallas ranting about this again. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.